uh, I have my beverage standing by, and I also have. Well, I'll introduce what's going on for those that don't know. I just put my hand in some onions. I also have in Boris's Tiger beer glass a nice <laughs> serving of cold milk just in case. All right, dumb questions. Are we recording and or broadcasting? We are going out to the public right now. At 8 o'clock, it goes on automatically. We are out. We are there. All right, just making sure. Yes. So we've got several people watching live on YouTube and on Twitter. And we are recording our audio, as always, as well, for the podcast that will go up to uh, probably midnight tonight or thereabouts, as usual. I've got the Guess the Game files from Jared, as usual. I have the soundboard open. Smoke weed every day. Which is probably what we'll be wanting to do by the time we try this Reaper Madness. We're doing much something much stronger tonight than the Smoke Weed Every Day, John. We are doing, uh, this is, and I'll do the introduction in just a second, but this is on a very special episode of the AU Wishbone. Lessons will be learned, morals will be taught. John and I will be enjoying, hopefully, yink, yink, enduring, yink. enduring, enduring, perhaps, we'll wait, we'll, we don't know yet, the Reaper Madness. All right, so the backstory of this, and again, I'll do the introduction in a second. The backstory of this is I'm sitting here with this lovely chicken taco and some chips and salsa and two kinds of salsa in front of me. I'm just wanting to eat them. The backstory of this is that. We have patrons, and we'd love for you folks, by the way, that aren't patrons, to go to www.auwishbone.com and join up to become a patron. Well, here's the deal. One of our, and, and you can put down whatever you want in your name, as your name, on the Patreon page, and that's what I read, right? Well, one of our patrons very cleverly put down at the Mad Reaper Pepper Company on Instagram. That whole thing right there at the Mad Pepper at, at the Mad Reaper Pepper Company on Instagram as their name, and so I ordered bottle a bottle, and they sent two, so I forwarded one to you of Reaper Madness, which contains seventy five Carolina Reapers per batch. That seems excessive. This may be what's wrong with America today excessiveness it may also or, be it may also be what's wrong with us in a little in a little while maybe the holy cleansing fire <laughs> let it all burn in fire yeah we're about to find out so stick with us here in just a few minutes and we're going to taste it for the first time um what did you this is going to be one of those wishbones where the introduction is like 10 minutes into the show kind of like a james bond movie but I got to know. All right, here's what I brought. And, oh, by the way, I told my wife again. I said, you know, the main complaint we get on our live video shows is that we're eating on them. And I'm like, that's what we do on our live video shows is eat. We eat barbecue or we eat hot sauce. That's what we. That's why we're here. If you don't want to see grown men eat on video, you're on the wrong show, okay? And you may want to see us suffer. I think they want to see us suffer too. All right, here's what I've got. I went to uh, I went to Casa Maria in downtown, beautiful downtown Belleville. It's not very beautiful, and I got uh, a barbacoa ta street taco, a carnitas taco, and a chicken taco, and I ate them all. But I got an extra chicken one 
There it is, surrounded by some lovely chips, street tacos, cilantro, and onion. That's what I'm going to put it on, a few, a few tidbits of that with the chips. I've also got some salsa verde, I've got some red salsa, and I've got some beer and some milk. What have you got to put your Reaper Madness on? Um, again, it, I eat the Eastern time zone. I ate dinner three hours ago. So, um, <laughs> I know. I just finished <laughs> eating because I... Oh, for various reasons. So but I, I have some very nice. I just melted some cheese on top oh. of a plate of chip, uh, tortilla chips. Ain't a, a thing wrong with snack. it. Snack. Yes, that's uh, a good. And, good snack. And I have, I have some water, and I also have a large glass of milk. Yep. Uh, just in case. Good man. So we'll we will see. We shall see. Have you already broken the seal? I, it came to me I that I, I was looking at this and man, I hope I don't need a bottle opener. That's what I was thinking is I'm like, I, it, it dawned on me on the way back from the Mexican place that um, the seal might be impossible to remove. So I've split it still on there. I haven't, I haven't opened it yet, but I will be able to get it off without having to search for scissors or knives while I'm on the air. I was going to say, this is going to be like a bad unboxing video. <laughs> un, un, unreapering. Oh yeah. No, we're good to go. White Rocket Entertainment, podcast number 703. You're listening to the AU Wishbone, almost credible sports discussion on the White Rocket Entertainment Network. The Auburn crowd can smell it. They can taste it. They can almost see Minneapolis. I'm not even hungry and I can taste it. The Auburn Tigers, for the first time ever! We're going to the Final Four! From the beautiful downtown studios of White Rocket Entertainment in Southern Illinois and in Eastern Virginia, it's the Mad Reaper March to Madness 2023. John, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Van, for the moment. For the moment. <laughs> and a little bit of anticipation, but I'm excited to talk about uh, the March Madness, one of my favorite times of the year. Absolutely. I, I am your host, Van Allen Plexico, and I am joined as always by my co-host. I'm John Ringer. Again, for now, we may be in a puddled state being carried to the ICU soon. We don't know. Maybe a shorter episode. We'll see what happens. I was just thinking how this could be a normal episode, or this could be about 15 minutes, depending on how this goes. I really don't know. I don't know what to expect. I really don't know. By the way, I'm excited that people that are watching this live or on video, they're getting to see that a lot of your communication with me during the show is nonverbal. <laughs> On an audio format, and I always enjoy that. It's a that. visual medium, man. <laughs> it's a visual medium. <laughs> but I only record the audio. <laughs> All right. So what's the plan for what we're going to be doing tonight? Because I have printed out. I have printed out my brackets. Okay. Picks. <clears throat> I also have put them into the computer, into the, into the uh, AU wishbone. Oh, that's something i got to mention. If you are already a patron... Hurry, hurry, hurry to your computer once this is over, if you're not only already on it right now, or just open up another window, and make sure you go hit the link and join up in our March Madness Pick'em Contest that we do every year. It's always a lot of fun. And if you are not a patron, 
then go to www.auishbone.com, become a patron, and then the very most recent post on the page where you go will te- will give you the link to go right in and, and make your uh, make your pick, make your picks. So that's what John and, and I are going to be doing. So compete against Van and Boris and I for the yes. title of. Uh, world domination. World domination. That's right. That's right. So, how do you how do you anticipate this going? What's our procedure going to be? I've been thinking more about so, the sauce than I have about the brackets. Uh, very fair. Um, I think the way we're going to do this is we are uh, inspired by the wisdom of the, of, the, of the barbecue episode, in which we imbibe the barbecue, and the barbecue speaks to us in the way that the augurs of ancient Rome or Greece were spoken to by the, by the the things that they ate or smoked or whatever. Um, and it will tell us, it will give us wisdom and then we will make a prediction. So we, the idea is, I think that we will <clears throat> sample a little wisdom from the, from the reaper madness. And then we will, uh, for example, go to the East region and we'll each maybe pick one team out of the East region. We just have a great feeling about it after having the reaper madness. Maybe it's your all the way team, or maybe it's your big upset team, or mm. maybe it's, you know, you like definitely feel this this favorite's not getting to the first region or something, but some prediction you have, and then we'll go one each region, east, west, south, midwest, and then last, like we do in the barbecue episode, we'll save Auburn for last, and we'll do a prediction for Auburn using the Reaper Madness if we last that long. Absolutely, yeah, that's a big yeah. Good. <laughs> All right, sounds good to me. All right, I'll let you kind of run point on some of that then. Um, All right, but I'll ringmaster the other parts a little bit. So. When I have a feeling that when they ask the question, crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear a lamentation of the women. And eat the, re- eat the mad reaper pepper sauce, the reaper madness. That's what we're going to be doing here. Uh, let's see. I got a few comments to note. Uh, let's see. Oh, good old Josh says, you guys are awesome. Keep it up. Uh, John, in a few minutes. No. <laughs> hey, there's well, Kathy. I was going to say, do you, do you have the new soundboard clip up? Oh, 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 yes. So here's John when he t- takes his first sample in mere moments. No! No! <laughs> so good. No, I'm devastated. I'm devastated and they're celebrating right in front of me. This is the, the worst. The patrons, the viewers. This is the worst. <laughs> no! I like that last no is just so good. <laughs> The, the true heart-rending sound in that guy's voice really Sorry. Uh, really speaks to me as a fan, but also <laughs> as someone who's probably going to need you to play that sound clip in a minute while I recover. So. No kidding. All right, let's see who's joining us right now. In addition to Josh Corbett, Logan Chilton, I see Kathy. Good old Kathy. Auburn Elvis is here. And uh, to- Tony Perry and Justin Couts and a couple other folks. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, so... Um, how you want to kick things off, man? This could be a very short so show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is a? This is an important discussion before we do this. What is a it. serving size oh, of hot sauce of this potency? A drop? Oh, like, I'm. What are we talking about here? When I dude, put this on my nachos and eat it, I'm starting. I didn't even bring a little thing to put it in, so I guess I'll use a chip as like a bowl. I'm my thinking all the way has been I'm starting with like yeah <laughs> that has not been my thinking all the way I'm starting with like a drop and I'm going to gently introduce the corner of a chip 
to the periphery of the drop. And then we're going to so see. we're starting it with like nuclear materials handling I, procedure. That's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going minimal, minimal, minimal at first because I don't want to get in a situation where I can't continue. Oh, I think this is very important. If you get it on your fingers, do not touch your face and especially do not touch the your inside eyes. of your nose or your eyes. Yes. Van, yeah. uh, um, I've been tear gassed before, so. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm true. Gonna... The Army has done things to you that probably the uh, have not been done to me. That is fair. All right, I'm going to open the right. bottle. Here goes. A, I'm going to ask a dumb question. Does this have a C on it? I'm, a... No, I'm about to. I'm, I'm opening. Everybody can enjoy the. The unscrewing. Oh, catch-up thing where I'm tapping on the bottle and I can smell something. Yeah, Ooh. this is I like smell it. I just can't get it out yet. Oh, oh, there mm. we go. It smells strong. <laughs> Understatement. I put. Uh, oh yeah, the whole little cap comes off. Let's put that back on. I put because uh, see the, yeah. the the cap comes off and you've got like just like a ketchup bottle. But there's this little cap that yeah, limits yeah, it's like you, a Tabasco kind limits, of control yeah. valve there for your safety as well. Control valve, and now it's on my fingers. So again, let's remember, <laughs> don't touch your eyes. Um, yeah, that um, I said on Facebook the other day that um, that uh, don't taste it yet. Now, I said on Facebook the other day, I don't want this thing to end prematurely. That um, <laughs> that um, most hot sauces are like Legolas drinking beer for me. Mm. I'm like, you know, I drink a whole bunch of it on stuff, and I'm like, I can kind of feel a tingling in my fingers. It must be working, right? Okay. So I'm hoping this one actually will do something for me. Just I'm scared what that something might be. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to dribble a little bit on this chip. So here's what we're going to do. The East Region is okay. where we are beginning our discussion. The East Region, if you have your own bracket at home, you can pull I that guess. up. And while we're discussing it, we are going to imbibe the Reaper Madness. Oh my gosh, is it? And thick? then, did you get some out? Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm doing this. It it took. A, I had to kind of tap on the. Did that? Kind oh. of tap on the side. Oh yeah. It spat like yeah. a cobra, like a spitting cobra. Yeah. Probably That's about the I same got. potency. That's what I got. All right. I have the Reaper sauce is on the chip. I repeat, the Reaper sauce is on the chip. All right. I'm getting a little bit on my eating chip. Me as well. Just a little bit. Are you ready? Oh, we got to go to the East Regional, right? East Region. That's oh, where oh, we're going. Oh. All right, hold on. We're you going to the drum east, roll or something. We're going to the East Regional. All right, and now we're about to sample the chip. Oh, for a muse of fire! That's pretty good. 
I can taste it, John. <laughs> I can taste the hot sauce. Oh, for a muse of fire. I can taste the hot sauce again. <laughs> Come after me. I'm... Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And we got to get better at celebrating. <clears throat> And March Madness, let's shock the world! <laughs> Kathy, Kathy said, I am nervous for them. And then she says, is there someone there to give John CPR? <laughs> oh, no! Auburn Elvis says, we'll pay for extra face touch. Pay extra for face touching. Oh, you son of a gun. Let me see. That was good. Yeah. Very tasty. I'm gonna put a little bit. Well, no, hey, hey, we gotta make a pick now. Don't I know? I know. I'm just putting a little on my chicken. Oh, that's good. There's gonna be nose blowing, so you might as well get used to it. All right. Oh, I got a box of tissues right here. <laughs> I do too. All right, East Regional. What have you got going on? You want me to go first? You go first. I <clears throat> I can throw a couple out for me. Okay. The peppers are telling me. Yeah. Marquette. I'm liking yeah. Marquette. I like Purdue a lot too. Yep. But I'm liking Marquette. Yep. I got I got Marquette to the Elite Eight. Where you got him to? Final four. Really? You got him beating Purdue. I, I I Purdue's a great team. Best offense of the country by far. Um tough to beat, but I like it. I'm just all right. My my other one of interest. I I have Marquette to the Elite Eight where they lose to Purdue. All right, all right. I've got Tennessee losing to Duke, and then Duke getting to the Sweet Sixteen where they lose to Purdue. So I got Duke winning two games, including beating Tennessee. Which, I mean. You know, this ain't a great Duke team as far as I know, but... Nope. No, Teddy Boy, we are not ignoring Duke. I just said I got him all the way to the play the number one seed. <laughs> um, uh, um, I, I mean, Duke did won the AC tournament. They're hot, but they're not a great team. They're not a great team <clears throat> compared to last year's team the year before, and it's a new coach who hasn't really coached in the tournament, so we'll see. How that goes, and they have a, t- a pretty tough draw. So, well, I think for me, it's just that we know Tennessee is a team with weaknesses. Yeah, and their their point guard got injured at the end of the year, missed the Auburn game, and he's still out. So that's hurt them. I, right. The other thing I always see, in, and I see in all these brackets, is um, the Big Twelve was the best conference top to bottom this year in the country, the toughest overall. And so I, I mean, I, but I don't find myself wanting to pick a lot of big 12 teams but then i see like kansas state is a three seed it's a lot of good uh big 12 teams out there so yeah all right so yeah I, I i agree i i felt like tennessee is a wounded team that's a little overrated now maybe even as a four seed <laughs> john is suffering and um and um Duke's gonna go. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Duke and Purdue. It's gonna be Kentucky, Marquette. I got Purdue coming out of that bracket. All right, you want to do another one? Where do you want to go next? 
Next, we will go to the West Bracket. We go Region Bracket. It's pretty good on chicken. I mean, once your mouth is already, like, conditioned by this stuff, it doesn't really do much beyond that. You're already burning. You're already on fire. It's Let melted me just, the plastic off the inside of my mouth. So oh, yeah. Let me go ahead and right. let me let me go ahead and say. Here, here I go. Here he goes, folks. Oh, for a muse of fire. It's something, isn't it? It's something. I just want to, I yeah. John's struggling. I just want to point out we're enjoying it. Sort of. If, if this is what you called enjoying it, we're enjoying it. The Reaper Madness is um, spicing up my uh, chicken taco tremendously. My hat, is, my hat is off to them and the inside of my mouth lining. I'm going to just kind of put that on there. I'm kind of building like my own little nachos with it now. Woo! All right. I think a little's going to go a long way. This bottle may last me 75 years, honestly, John. May last me 75 years. Woo! All right. Which region are we going to now, you said? West. All right. I'll start out this time. Let me see who I've got doing something interesting. Well, there's a couple. Um... I think I have Arkansas beating Kansas. Okay. Because they, they got their guy back, right? So they're playing yeah. better. And I've got UConn going to the Elite Eight. I like Again. UConn a lot, too. Strong yeah. UConn vibes from the Peppers. I got, yes, I got UConn and Gonzaga going to the Elite Eight, meeting each other. I like that a lot. What do you got going on? I like UConn-Gonzaga a lot. Um, yeah, I think <clears throat> a lot of the public will automatically pick VCU as an underdog because they've okay. done it before. And yeah, good, I thought about that. But the St. Mary's is not bad. That's a tough matchup. UCLA's had a, you know they're a high seed, but they have a bunch of injuries down the stretch. Um, and I, I mean, again, I said I think the Big Twelve is the best conference. And I think Purdue's the best team in that. Kansas is the best team in that conference. So. Um, they're, they're battle tested, but this is the this is the toughest region I think to me in terms of like one to you know the top eight or whatever. I think this is the toughest region by far. So, but I think Gonzaga and, and UConn are dangerous teams. Um, you know, and you throw them in there with Kansas and UCLA, TCU, Illinois. That's some that's some tough teams. And, and Northwestern, who we played, they're not a pushover. So. That's going to be tough. Couple, a couple of comments. Teddy Boy, one of our viewers, says, I have Texas winning it all. I have a team from Texas winning it all, too. Uh, he says, Big 12 is the best conference. That's what you were just saying. Agreed. Okay. Um, yeah, did we miss anything there? I uh, Gonzaga is not quite what they were last year, but I still have them in the Final Four. That probably is wrong. It's pro- I feel like that's no, probably They're wrong. really good, and I think it's, it would be funny if their team that wasn't the team that got all the hype Made it yeah. all the way. That'd be fun. That would be funny. All right. What's and, next? 
All right, next region. Um, we are going to do the South. I've heard of it. The South. Oh, for a muse of fire. Got a little of the reaper on an onion, on a piece of onion. Good heavens! I got I got to have something to wash it you down. Liking it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get some cheese and chip on here to kind of wash it down. Mm -hmm. Woo! Lord have, have mercy. Cleanser after that stuff. <laughs> get a little salsa. Woo! Turn into Ric Flair. Woo! You may not like it. You gotta a, respect it. Comment <clears throat> while you're while you're recovering. There's a comment in the chat about us overrating Purdue, and I want to say there's a efficiency metric shot quality that I've referenced a couple times on here. And in the um, the top teams in shot quality tend to do pretty well. Um, at the the highest rated teams over the last five years have all either won the title or come in second. And Purdue is the number one team in shot quality. Wow. There's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, all right. Okay, Miss Mister, I want to feel something. I feel it. It's a <laughs> it's, it's a cumulative thing. Yeah, it's getting, building it's, up. It's uh, it's not going away. No, this right. is not going away easy. <laughs> all right, South South region. What's calling your name there? All right, the South region. Good lord, break out in a sweat here. Um. I got Alabama making it to the round of 16, losing to Virginia. Lord, hear my prayer. Okay. Let UVA do something constructive for a change. Let them atone just a tiny little bit. Or lose to Furman. Oh, well. The Purple Paladins. Come on, man. Hmm. Yeah, but then you're, then you're dependent on Alabama to lose to... Well, we're not losing to SEMO or whatever. You have to hope for Maryland, maybe, or Arizona. Well, in any case, uh, Arizona's my pick here. I've got Arizona taking out Missouri, Baylor, and Virginia to get to the Final Four. I like Arizona a lot. I think I think they're a strong pick here. I don't. <clears throat> I think Missouri's not getting out of the first round. Um, really? Utah this State. Virginia team is getting, like – more typical than even recent ones. Good on defense, but they are uh, painful on offense sometimes. Um, so they, I mean, they're they're really good on defense, but um, it's a challenge for them on offense some days. Um, we've seen West Virginia up close. We know how they are. Um, oh, yeah, I really wrestled with that one because they're in a fairly even. Um, I mean Maryland and West Virginia. That's that's pretty close, you know. That's pretty even. I knew that West Virginia played us really well, but they've also lost fourteen games. I mean, mm -hmm. so I kind of went with Maryland there, but I don't but think I, again. That, 
Uh, we, we talked to said a couple of times, the Big 12 is really good. So that bodes well for Baylor. And it also means like West Virginia is 19-14, but they were in that. A lot of their losses are to, you know, Kansas, Texas, Kansas State, teams like that. So that's true. That's where you end up with those many losses and still make That's it. a good point. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I have anybody else. Um, I also kind of wrestle with Creighton, NC State. I got Creighton just because they're kind of such a, well, I don't know. I That was, again, another one of these flip a coin. Do you have a thought about Creighton, NC State? Um, I, I, I like Creighton there. I think NC State is a solid team, but they're nothing special. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I, I mean, I think Creighton's just better. All right. That finishes off. I think my vocal cords are getting dissolved. I don't sound the same anymore. <clears throat> okay. Um, that gets us to the last one, doesn't it? It does. We're going to do the Midwest. We're not going to, again, we're not going to talk about Auburn. We talk about all the teams in the Midwest other than Auburn uh, and Iowa. And then we'll come back to that in the, in the, the final okay. hot sauce challenge. Oh, okay. You got this all thought out. I'm still, oh, there it's there. Oh, Lord, it's flying everywhere. Good God. Spontaneous combustion about to happen. All right, this time I'm going to get me rub a, it on your face. No. All right, I'm getting me a nice bunch of chicken and cheese. Getting a little bit of the hot sauce, a little bit of the Reaper Madness. Here it comes. Uh-oh. Cannonball. Cannonball coming. Cannonball. Woo. <laughs> Tonight's forecast. A freeze is coming. No. Not a freeze. What are you? Some kind of doomsday machine boy. Ooh. Ooh. You know, actually, what I need to be playing while we're doing this. Roger, number one. Iran, number one. Reaper Madness, number one. All right, <clears throat> Midwest. Um, I gotta do another one of these. Woo. Okay, Midwest more, Regional. Man, you can make it. Da 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 dum 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 dum. I love that they set it up for Texas Texas A and M in the second round. I mean, that is really it really is fun. That's gonna be and, nice. And and I like both of those teams a lot. If they were a different. Parts of the bracket, I might pick both of them going a long way. That's real. I think that's going to be a great game. Yeah, and uh, I love that. I mean, I'm definitely going to be watching that. So, well, one of our viewers says um, Texas is winning that region. Houston severely overrated. Well, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Woo, woo, woo. And I was going to say my uh, my lips are burning now. Um. I like, um, we saw that Miami team last year, uh, not the same team, but they're pretty good again. Uh, I was going to say, we could almost have a rematch with them if things fall the right way. I think I'm just drooling now because I've lost muscle control of my mouth. (laughs) I'm just 
It's like I've had a <laughs> reaper stroke. <laughs> I'm gonna need some ice cream when this is over. You know, I was just saying this: that if we could somehow upset Houston in round two, we might could get a rematch with Miami. That'd be fun. Would it though? I would. I'm not. Sa- <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Lord, um, God have mercy. Got to do another one of these. Oh, one more. No, ah, for the man. Dime. For the podcast. I mean, it's for it's for the listeners. It's for the it's for the patrons and the listeners. They need they need this wisdom from us. So what? Um, I love Kennesaw State in there, but I don't think they're beating Xavier. So. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, I mean, well, I mean, it's not fair though, because Xavier's school has got mutant powers. You know, they got force fields and eye laser beams. They can turn into armored people. It's really not fair that Xavier's school gets to compete in this. Honestly, if you ask me, did you see the Saturday Night Live skit? I've not seen it yet. They they did College Bowl with Xavier's school, and basically, I'll spoil the whole thing for you. The whole thing is like Jubilee is like. You fear us because of our powers. And Professor X is like, silence, child. You are not ready. <laughs> and the other school's like. <laughs> That's the whole skit. And it's so good. It's so good. All right. So what do you got? I got Houston. I'm Houston all day and all night. And Iowa State. Boom. I got Houston and Iowa State. Dominating this bracket. I got Houston and the Aggies. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I got, I got Iowa State beating the Aggies. Okay. But that's interesting. Um, I can't. I can't this, feel my face. I can't feel my face. All right. Well, prepare Nose yourself because we're going one more time. Oh God. <laughs> one more time. Get a little Reaper madness, and it's go time for us. Oh, boy. Make it the, the real prediction. Oh, boy. I'm going to get me a big piece of cilantro, some onions, some cheese. Oh, I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> Just eating up the inside of my head uh, and not finding anything there anyway. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Oh, I'm going to get the chip that's got like a bunch of it on it. Oh, gosh. Here we go. It's coming. Mmm, Lord, I'm saying, once you've already, once you've already shredded the inside of your mouth, it doesn't really get worse. Um, Teddy says, how can y'all just ignore Texas? Well, I didn't ignore them. I have them beating our Arizona State, Nevada. I think that would be cool. If I also. They're doing the replacement coach thing, and we'll see how that goes. They're well, really I mean, good. they're two C. They're not. Yeah, but it's just that they're playing Texas A and M. I assume you and I both have Texas A and M beating them. We do. There you go. So that's like John said a minute ago. If Texas was in a different bracket or just a different second round opponent, they might be doing something different. But we have them. We have them uh, losing to Texas A and M. So, all right, there man. you go. About the Auburn Tigers. Well, 
They got to beat Iowa. Gentlemen, we have the technology. I have two I have two th- stats for you, ready? Do it. Number 1. <clears throat> the team that Iowa profiles most compared compared to of the team uh, SEC teams is Missouri. Oh, a team that we were up like 24 to 3 on, you mean, John? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. A team that is uh, all offense, no defense. Want to play at a high pace. Um, not a great defensive team, but a really good offensive team. And and uh, they're they're a big team, but they're not. They're big at the guard position, but they're not a tall, tall team. I mean, they play a couple. You know, they have a couple six nine guys. That okay, that's it. So uh, they've uh, the brother of Keegan Murray, who was like the fifth overall pick in the draft last year in the NBA draft. He's and their brother is pretty good. He's scoring about 20 a game. The other thing is, Van, what is Auburn's history in the athlete, in the NCAA tournament in the first round? Auburn we've, has won its first round game 11 times in a row. We've, we've never lost in the round of 64. That's right. The one time we lost in the first round, it, there was no round of 64. Right, we were. It was oh, the tournament only had thirty-two teams in it. So, yeah, Auburn has never lost in the round of sixty-four. No, and I think we can beat Iowa. Uh, I do not think Auburn can beat Houston. Right, we we um, have, and it's not like we've been a fifth, a one or two seed and played a lot of um, a lot of uh, fifteen, sixteen seeds. We've been like an eight or nine seed probably more often than any other seed we've been in the tournament. All those sunny teams were eight and nine seeds and had to play the number one seed in the second round, and they beat them a couple of times. This Auburn team played 13 teams that are in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. 13. Yeah. Played 32 games. We played 13 games against uh, teams that made the tournament. And just remember how many of our losses were like by like three points, two points, yes. three points. Yes. So. But again, a lot of the teams in this tournament we either beat or played very close, and so I think you know until we come up with, against a team with a you know with a lot more talent, I think we can go toe to toe with anybody. So. Well, Auburn Elvis made a good point here. <clears throat> he said, "If we get hot shooting, we can beat anybody," and that's the thing. The sure. thing with this Auburn team is when they're making shots, it's contagious and they all start making shots and we can score. And we did it several times against good teams this year. We also sometimes get in a funk and can't throw it in the ocean by anybody. So we really need um, we really need um to get that offensive moment, God, my nose is turning purple. We need to get that offensive momentum going. That uh, get some scoring, because like you said, you know, it's like they match up against Missouri. We had Missouri down like twenty-four to three in that game because we were making yeah. shots and we were playing our good defense. If we do that, and we I, can beat anybody. And again, I think <clears throat> Auburn is, is battle tested because they played a lot of these other teams. You know, not just the SEC teams, but the you know, we played Colgate, West Virginia, and a bunch of these other schools. So I think that helps a lot. Um, yeah. Northwestern. Yeah, that was the ugliest game in recorded basketball <laughs> history, but we played them. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, and I think 
the other team is this team is a lot more experienced. Um, yeah, I, I can't fill my lips anymore. <laughs> my nose is turning so redder than usual. I, I talked a lot about how the Big 12 is real good. I don't think the SEC is great this year. I think it's a overall. I think it's not that great a year. It's one of the reasons that I'm, you know, we're we're all kind of picking against Alabama because we don't like them. But I'm also like, I don't think any team in the SEC is that great. Okay, and so I think I'm sorry. I think that's part of it. No, I you know, you know if you want to say that we're like favoring the SEC. I got Alabama losing after two games, a number one seed. I got Missouri losing after one game. I got Tennessee losing after one game. I've got Kentucky losing after two games. I got Auburn losing after one game. I've got Texas A&M losing after two games. I've got Arkansas losing after two games. Where, where is this that we're thinking the SEC is so good? Well, why is why does anybody think that? Well, but maybe some of them lose in the first round. I don't. I don't have an SEC team going beyond the round of sixteen. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. All right. Um, well, there you go. There's our there's our March Madness picks. Oh, and you know it's kind of calmed down a little bit. I haven't had any milk or anything. I'm drinking the milk. It's 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 kind of like settled down for me now. I think it's concentrated in my nose. My turn my nose turned bright red, but my mouth is fine now. It's good. I'm good to go, man. Another little bite of chicken. That's good. So I'll say this about the Reaper Madness as we wrap this segment up. It is very good. It is very powerful. You get your money's worth. It's got kind of like a slowly building but very broad, fiery heat that lingers for a while. Is that fair? Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. So good job, guys, with the with the Reapers. Good job. This is going to last me. I could be reincarnated five times. I'll still be using this bottle. Five lifetimes from now. So. All right. Where are we now, John? Uh, just briefly touch on the Auburn situation again. We play Iowa Thursday at 6.50 Eastern on TNT, I believe. Um, the other game, you know, the games, the matchups are, you know, Thursday and sa- uh, Saturday, Friday and Sunday. So Auburn will play Thursday evening and probably Saturday evening if they win. And you got to think an Auburn-Houston game would, you know, be have one of the prime TV slots on Saturday late afternoon or evening. So, um, War Eagle to you. Yeah. So I, Ever to Conquer Network, E2C Network. Good to see uh, another great show in the house. So, again, that's a – I think it's a prime TV uh, – primetime slot for Auburn, and I think they did that because they – Wanted, the other thing that we didn't even touch on in the Auburn game is getting to play in Birmingham. It's a gigantic yes. advantage for us to but play it, in that arena. Isn't Alabama we, getting to play there, too, in a completely yeah. different region? That doesn't make any yes. sense. It's just so weird. This is all so weird. That, it's so crazy. Well, they broke up the regions a little bit of this pods thing and all that. So it, it doesn't physically matter anymore. Just because you're in the West doesn't mean you're playing all your games in Anaheim. So, um, But they cross over two different regions in the same building. Yes, in, in the same day. It's not like they're different days either. It's an mm-hmm. afternoon session, evening session. That's so weird. The big thing is, 
in all the you know in all these things you have four teams in a group basically and one team's going to come out on at the end of the weekend and move on and yeah. then regroup um so i think we're gonna go forward and we do i believe we have a guest the game coming up in a few moments don't we We do yes we do yeah, so you get to play guest the game with us um all right but no i think the now. birmingham the birmingham piece of the auburn game cannot be underrated it's going to be a home court advantage with the you know the Bama fans cheering for Iowa, but uh, I think it's going to be Auburn has played in that arena, and then uh, you know Bruce I think it's they played well there. I think it's going to help. So yeah, absolutely. Um, I already mentioned Jumbo. All right, well, let me thank the patrons right quick. We do not have ads on our program. We are by one of the only Auburn shows. It does not have paid advertisement. We rely entirely on you, you, the Auburn family out there, to keep us going, and we appreciate it. We appreciate all of our great patrons, such as uh, I am now going to do what I always do. Go to www.auwishbone.com and click on the big orange button to become a patron, and you can put whatever you like that will fit into that space, and I will read it. That's how we ended up with the hot sauce tonight. Worked out really well. We have to thank Samuel Salvatore, Phil Amthor. Okay, John, no more Jones Barbecue. What soundboard clip do you want? You can't say none. Huh. I got to say the new one. Ah. Okay, Phil Amthor. No! No! No, I'm devastated. I'm devastated. They're celebrating right in front of me. This is the worst! This is the worst! No! <laughs> I just love that last no. You think it's over? Nope. You've got one more no. Uh-oh. i got to keep reading the names and my mouth is full. I apologize. I apologize to our podcast listeners because they hear me <laughs> chewing without getting to actually see the dying of the peppers burning us up. Okay. <coughs> Scroll back up here. We have to also thank Boris the Tiger's Burner account, Carl Von Drunker, Chris and Clinton Stewart. Lo- Uh-oh. My audio thing is messed up. All right, there it goes. Nah, it's all screwed up. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. All right, here we go. Um, Logan Chilton, Vice President of Capital Projects at Jones Barbecue Foot Massage. That's right. Uh, Ann Kanjian, Bill Weathers, Bradley Blackman, Daniel Odom, Eric Morgan, Gary Grant, a.k.a. AU Fan at KSC, Matthew Flowers, Michael Kirshner, Richard Stevens, Steve Travick, Susan Travick, Trombone Tiger, Willie Carden. Um, where did it go? Oh, yeah. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. Use a different one that time. Alex Brown's Basketball season plus the basketball book, a winning combination since 2022. Uh, ben Bloodworth, Bleeds Orange and Blue, Chris Hilton, Chris Thrash, Clay Henson, Dan Thompson, Earl Ricks, Bobby, Hope Springs Eternal. Um, oh, Mark says insert random. Let's go with... You lied to me. Release the hounds. I haven't used that one in a while. Uh, let's see, Jacob and Robin Fleming, 
KD confirms that uh, Joe's barbecue foot massage has uh, has the biggest hairballs, says 76 Tiger Esquire Sleazy Shyster. Okay. Catherine England, Kevin Smith, Lane Middleton, Logan, Mickey B. No one fights like Gaston. Algo Rhythm and Blues, Paul Miles, Reaper Madness, and Tongue Twister Madness. The sixth sick shake, sixth sheep sick. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Wow. You wanted me to do that after eating Reaper Madness? That's sadistic. Sadistic, I say. Oh. Wrong. There you go. Reynolds Wolf, who I saw was in New York City today. Rich Reimer, Rusty Owen, spring football has begun. Beware because... Tonight's forecast, a freeze is coming. I want you to put the word out there that we back up. Understand me? Yes. We back up. We back up. Steve Harlan, Theodore Gary. Oh. Do not want the uh, Reaper Madness to revisit me anytime soon here. Warhammer 6, uh, WDE Richie Freeze plus White Walker equals winter is coming. <laughs> and then play Jones Barbecue to annoy John. Jones that one was that one specifically went out just to annoy you. I appreciate that. All right, hold on, I'll get that. The soundboard is being cantankerous with how it's wanting to display on the screen. I'm having a hard time with this. I'm gonna shove it just a little. There, got it. Okay, I had to, I had to finesse it. Wes Atkinson, William Morgan, Wilson Beard, Win Carroll, Winston Body, Auburn Blue, Blake Heron, Boris the Tiger. What? Brandon Smith, Carter Glouse, Colby Butler. Corey Smyer, David Downs, David Simpson. Boris would not come down here to try the Reaper Madness, and, and Mira said that she asked him and that he said he was just smarter than me, which I think is probably fair. Uh, David Simpson, Diabama, Hugh Anderson, Hugo Sleaze's Strange But True Fact Book, The Last Time I Won a Division or Conference, Bobby Petrino is still at Arkansas. Well, he'd be at Texas A&M, so that sounds good for us. I think I'll pause and take a shot of the hot sauce now. You too, John. <laughs> trying to trick you. Trying to... Trying to trick you a little bit there. Yeah. I think I will not take a shot of the hot sauce, but I appreciate the I appreciate the effort there. Um uh, John asked for a cap, insert sound clip Avengers theme. I don't have the Avengers theme handy or I would, but uh da-da-dum, 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 Okay, I'm good. Didn't we have an episode where you had to the soundboard wasn't working? You had to do all the sound clips yeah. improvised. <laughs> the I think just, once a year, that should be a requirement. And there was a question about why I hate the, that sound clip, and it's just because it, it's overused. The, the patrons like that when we get four or five of those a week, and I'm like, that's enough with the Joe's barbecue foot massage. It is. I understand. We may need to have a moratorium on it. Just remove it from the soundboard for a while. We'll think about it. Maybe I'll do a poll or something. We'll see if we want to do that. Uh, let's see. Josh Teal. Just wait till next year. Kevin Mahan. Luther and Kelly Ottaway. Melissa Blackstone. On to victory. Papa Todd. Patrick Williams. And our one-time and anonymous donors. Ah! That's pretty clever, too. Randall Walker. Rob Morgan. Russell Milling. Sarah Hines. Sasquatch. Shane Bailey. Shannon Butson. Tim Pittman. Timothy. Tony Perry, Wiggle87, at the Mad Reaper Pepper Company on Instagram. Thank you, guys. Alex Wynn, 
Ben Amos, Ben Rigas, Brian Albanese, Charles Mooney, Chris Como, Chris Braun, Colonel Dad, a.k.a. Ari Benzay. Now, this is my category, Mr. Construction Tiger. And finally, Daniel Barnett, Daniel Witten, Darren Pyle, Elizabeth Donald, Escort Hugh Freeze elsewhere. We, uh... We gotta get better at celebrating. I am Tiger, exclusive hairball supplier of John's favorite... Joe's Barbecue Foot Massage! I think he's coming up with a moratorium. I'll buy this for a dollar. James Taylor, Jason the Weasel Skull Albrecht, Jeremiah Schumann, Jim Recrory, Joey Miller, Joseph Ilef, JT Jarhead, Justin Bean, Kenneth Brent Rains, who always points out... You have failed me for the last time. Says the barbecue has, uh, from AKA Auburn Dad for life. Mark Squire, Kathy, MVP, captivating Kathy Bright. Your love of the heart. Hot sauce. Your love of the heart. Hot sauce. Has clearly slowed your... Yeah, my mind too. Paul Bankson, Royce Alvarez, Russell Souther, Ruth and Darren Sutherland... Spanky, I'm at the bottom of this list because... George Wilson! Back for a while you can, monkey boy. That's right. Sports Illustrated's Auburn, Auburn Elvis, who was actually in the house a minute ago, may still be. Stephen Thompson, the Slinko family, Tim Sauls, Tony Barbie never lost an NCAA tournament game. That's fair. Tony Barbie never lost an NCAA tournament game. Uh, Trevor Johnson, and he also never lost a, a college football playoff football game either. So there you go. And had about the same success rate at both. Trevor Johnson, why are you booing Johnny's right? Brant Rumble plus our one-time and anonymous donors. We thank you all. Go to www.auwishbone.com. Uh, let's see. I think it's time. I'll, I'm not going to do the Fantasy Formula One rundown this week. Um, there was no I'm race. Just, there was no race. I'm just going to point out if you want, you've only missed one race. There's 22 more to go. So if you are a patron or you want to be a patron, come on board www.auwishbone.com and you can be part of the get your own. You get two complete fantasy. You get two complete Formula One teams, five drivers, and two uh, constructors. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. All right. We are to – hold on. I'm going to catch up on our comments now. Well, no, no. I'm saving Auburn Elvis' comment for listener questions. So okay. that one. Keep going. Um, okay. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Oh, uh, E2C Network asks, why does John hate that? Well, because it, hap- it pops up over and over and over. Um, people really like it. They people used to really like smoke weed every day, but but now it's more Joe's barbecue foot massage. Hey, John, it got played again. <laughs> oh goodness, are you ready for uh, guess the game? Bring it, uh, bring it on, and I'm I'm not gonna look over here. Oh, okay. Van, John, the rest of the AU Wishbone family. This is Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist here with Guess the Game number 83. Wow. Guess the Game 83 is brought to you by me. I'm still looking for more send-ins from you guys out there. So if you've got something, send it my way. I'll tell you how to do that at the end of the segment. Let's go ahead and listen to the play. Bit to his tailback, sweeping to the short side, trying to get out. Try broken tackle, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Down the sideline, 45, the 40. They're not going to get him. He's going all the way. Touchdown, Auburn! 88 yards. All right, guys. Wow. I'll see you in the hint file. All right, well. 88 yards on a pitch to a tailback. And it was, the announcer uh, was? Jim Fife. Which the means great. the time frame is? 
the 80s and 90s, roughly, and, and very, very beginning of the 2000s. That didn't sound like 2000. That sounded like okay. 80s to me, 80s, early 90s to me. Okay. So who were the tailbacks and the, that called out to you with an 88-yard? <sighs> Lionel James, Bo Jackson, Brent Fullwood. Stephen Davis. Yeah. Uh, Bostic. And then not much until Tuberville in 2000. Demontre Carter? <laughs> yeah, not. It's got to be one of those guys, right? Going 88 yards, it's got to be Lionel James, Bo Jackson, or Brent Fullwood, probably. Okay. Is there a specific run that that made you think of? Specific game? Well, it, it sounded like he was going to say bye-bye, Bo, and that would be Georgia Tech. I, I thought he was, too. Yeah. It, I he thought said it at the beginning. I thought it was that run. He set it up that way, and then he went a different direction. It wasn't Georgia Tech 87. So, no. If that was Bo, it would be 85. That was like yeah. 85. So, um, what game did – all right. Well, we mentioned the Mississippi State 86 game with Brent Fullwood. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one where where he had a long run. That wasn't last week, was it? We talked about it last week, but it ended up being like a Florida game or something last week, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it could be the Iron Bowl in in '83 if it's Bo. It could be Mississippi State in '86 if it's Fullwood. And it could be Bo against Florida State in '85. I think he had a couple of long runs against Florida State in '85. That game where we won like 59 to 27. Yep. Let's go that. We just don't have enough. We don't have enough data. Well, let's, we'll go to the hint file. Let's go to the right, hint file. Let's go to the hint file. Let's do it. Let's get rid of the bleeps and give this another listen. Bit to his tailback, weaving to the short side, trying to get outside. Broken tackle, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Down the sideline, 45, the 40. They're not going to get him. He's going all the way. Touchdown, Auburn! 88 yards for Brent Fullwood. There you go. There you go. I'll see you in the answer file. I think that's at Mississippi State 86. Okay. Let's go with that. You good like with that? It. You comfortable with that? Let's I, do it. All right, John, Van, if you guys figured out that this is Mississippi State in 1986, then you guessed yes. right. I never would have known about that play if you hadn't mentioned it in your guesswork from <laughs> last week's Guess the Game. Ah. So I don't know that my trickeration worked terribly well on you guys, <laughs> but I'm quite certain you got it. If you'd like to send in a play for Guess the Game, you can do that by sending them to me. I am at Yard Sale Artist, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It is all at Yard Sale Artist. Or you can email me directly. That's Jared, J A R R O D, at the Yard Sale Until next time, Van John, War Eagle. All right. Thanks again to Jared, as always. That was really good. When I, that was good because I, I, it, it, I couldn't remember if we had actually, um, if that had been the answer recently or not. But it, it came the up clue. in the conversation, and it was not that. It so good. All right, that's fun. Thank you. All right, two first. I like it. So it's time to uh, go to House of Commons. It is. Bring it. Thank you. Order. Questions to the Prime Minister. 
It's time for listener questions. Dun, 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 on the AU Wishbone Podcast. I just keep thinking, if I got Mira to re-record that now, it'd be like, yeah, it's time for listener questions. <laughs> She's 14, going on 15, going on like, you know, 35. She's way too cool to do that anymore, so... She will be like six forever on our podcast. <laughs> All right, what we got this week? All right, first question is from Bill Miner. Okay. Who says, guys, uh, I'm still impressed. This was far from a great season, or far from a great team, but we still made the tournament as a nine seed. That's true. If basketball season to date was, was a football season, Ooh. how would that season have looked? I'd Ooh. say... It is equal to eight and four, nine and three, with a decent bowl game coming up. Yep, I, I like I this analogy. You know, we've seen some Auburn teams that were like eight and four, lost to the better, you know, team or the teams with more talent, but they were a solid team, and then they went to a, a lower tier like Florida Bowl, or yeah. Music City, or something, yep. and uh, played somebody. What do you think? Yeah, the. Um the team that crushed Purdue in the Music City Bowl, was that 18, yep. I guess? Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I, th- I was going to say like 8-4, and 8-5 and five type team, but it's a good, solid bowl game. Gets you in a decent bowl. It's, 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 you're not in a bowl game played before Christmas. That's the NIT. If a, bowl, if a bowl game happens before Christmas, you don't want any part of it. And that's I the like NIT. That. So, no, we're in like a... December 31st bowl game, maybe in, you know, North Florida or something like that, wherever. I'm happy with it for sure. And what amazed me, because of circumstances and everything, this is only the fourth NCAA tournament we've gone to with Bruce. I would have thought five or six, but it's only four. And this Well, is- but we've been to four in the last five years with Bruce. No, for that. No, for the last five tournaments because we didn't go yes, one year yes. because of COVID, and then the next year yes. because of uh, we didn't make it. We had, we get we we self imposed penalties in a year that they did nothing for us. We weren't going to go anyway, which is brilliant. I know, Van. We self imposed and, and kept ourselves out. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. So yeah, for the last five, and um, but Sonny went five times, right? Eighty four, eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight. So five with Sonny, four now with Bruce, and then like three with Cliff Ellis. I, think I was gonna it. say we, we'd only been to, we've only been to the tournament eight times before Bruce Pearl walked in the door. Yeah, and now we've been four the last five years. I will never ever 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 take it for granted going to the NCAA tournament. No, every time it happens and Auburn's in the bracket, I am very very that's happy. huge. It's absolutely, we get I, so spoiled so quickly. But try not to be spoiled too much, folks, because this is huge. Next question. I don't know if you've heard this chatter, but this, this will be entertaining for us. Oh, this boy. This is from a list request from Jay Knoll, who says, uh, let's hear your opinion about the Anthony Richards comparison to Cam Newton. What? Also in the what if, how mad uh, would you be if Cam went 6-7 and seven that went on to have the same NFL career knowing that we had that weapon and didn't use it right? I mean, uh. I'm a little mad about not seeing Tank's full potential. So, Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about so, tank. So, well, we're talking. The question's really about Florida. Um, yeah. Uh, quarterback Anthony Richardson, who some people are projecting as a top ten NFL pick, 
after his combine performance and stuff. And there was a lot of think pieces comparing him to Cam Newton. Well, and I think don't rub your eyes. No, I'm and not. I think I'm... This is part of your safety briefing. Don't rub yes, your eyes. Yes, but yes. I think that is bonkers. Yes. Um, I think Anthony Richardson never completed more than 60% of his passes. And it would, uh, <laughs> I was talking to my son this weekend, and he reminded me Anthony Richardson went six games in a row without throwing a touchdown pass this season. Okay. So wow. I do not believe he is going to turn around to be a great NFL quarterback right away. I, you know, Jalen Hurts is successful, but they're basically running Oklahoma's offense a lot of the time in Philadelphia, and he got better every year over a four-year period, mm-hmm. especially as a passer. I haven't seen that from Richardson. I think he's a long way away. I think the comparison to Cam Newton is insane. Um, I think there were games this year where, you know, I don't even know if Richardson was the best player in the field. Yeah, you know, much less the best player in the country. No, I agree. So I just think that's silly season. I think it's people looking for something else to you know to say. Well, he's athletic, therefore he must be this other guy. But this other guy, a one and B, was a lot more accurate. So, yep. All right, that's a good question. That I did want to rant about that. Next question is from Logan Chilton, who says, "I've tried very hard to take Van's perspective of enjoying winning and not letting losses and bad games or losses linger." Yes. For some reason, despite this being, by Auburn basketball history, a successful season, I find myself disappointed. I wonder if it's partly due to comparing our success to the Alabama success this year in much the same way a 10-win football season might not feel as good when Bama or UGA still win the national championship. That's fair. Let's say you. I will continue to try to enjoy basketball success because – when these guys are winning, it truly is fun. Thank you, Logan Chilton. No, that's 100% right. And I, I agree with everything he said there. And I do think that – I think if Alabama had, like, gone to the NIT this year, we would be doing the whole peacocking thing even, you know, as limited in our, as our success has been. And it's just been one of those years. I mean, one thing that basketball is different from football in some ways is – it's hard to just get that dynasty like Alabama or Georgia or Clemson for a while every year. I mean, there are, you know, there are years that in their prime, Duke under Shashevsky and Kansas under their various coaches and all, there were plenty of years that they didn't even make the tournament, you know. They had basketball because you're dealing with so f- such a few number of players. It, it can, you know, if you lose four football players, you can still win the national championship. If you have a problem with four of your basketball players, you may not, you know, be, even make the tournament or something, even if you're a good team. So the margin of error and the margin of the margin between being a really good basketball team and a mediocre basketball team is so thin. You know what I mean? It's so thin that you can't just expect to roll the basketball out there every year and, and do what the 2019 team or even what last year's team did, you know. I, I The other thing I think, uh, there's a style element to this team where they're kind of maximizing their potential by playing good defense and mm-hmm. playing really hard, but they're not uh, they're not always fun to watch. Because the offense is often a grind and a challenge. Yeah, um, that's true. And I think 
there's some other teams that maybe were are better on offense and worse on defense that are more fun to watch yep. than this particular Auburn team. So I think some of it is a style thing. For sure. Um, and we've seen other Auburn teams over the years that weren't serious NCAA contenders, you know, that maybe not be as good as this team, but they were, you know, maybe a little more entertaining. So, yeah, I mean, just <laughs> I'd almost take Devin Cambridge back for his three-point shooting. I mean, compared to you know last year, we were he was like a lead weight. This year, I'm like he'd be leading the team possibly. I mean, it's just. You know, every year is different. This year's team is so much like last year's team, but just missing the top level players and replaced with Broom, and who's been good. Broom's been very good, but you lose two, you know, blue chippers, and you get in one. It's it's not it's, that's not trading up. You know what I mean? That's trading down. So, I r- related this question from Auburn Elvis. He asked in the chat earlier, and I saved it. If either. Jabari or Kessler had stayed one more year, only pick one, what would Auburn's record be and what would our seed be? That's a really good question. Um, I would pick Jabari just because Broom can cover for a lot of what Walker could do. <laughs> and because we need the shooting so bad. Yeah, because we need the yeah, we need the scoring. Yeah. So you add a little more scoring and other dynamic play to this team. Well, we win like at least half of those three point losses. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, in his talent, his shooting, and his ability open up the floor for other players in ways that we took for granted last yes. year. That's right. That there, it isn't there now. That we see like, oh, there he. A lot of people got open shots and layups and stuff mm-hmm. because he was drawing the defense away. And so I think if. Jabari Smith was on this team. I think we would be uh, twenty-five and five, and we would be uh, like a yeah. four seed. I agree. Yeah, about twenty-five and seven, twenty-five and five, whatever. Yeah, twenty-five and seven. That's good. And yeah. we'd have, and we'd have. Um, I think we could have won at least one game in the SEC tournament. Yeah, that's fair. Now, of course, I mean, last again, we year came- we. That close to winning one this year with this. Well, team. yeah, that's true. But last year we didn't win one with that team. No. But we got Texas A&M in the first game we played because we started a game later. Same thing would have happened this year. I think we'd have gotten Texas A&M in the same round we got them last year. So we wouldn't have been playing in the round that we played in this year, maybe. We would have been playing in the next round and we would have gotten yeah. them again So and lost to them again. <laughs> maybe we wouldn't have won a game in the SEC tournament, but we would have been a higher seed for sure. That's a good question, Elvis. I like it. All right, that's it for list of questions. All right, uh, let's see if we have any. Uh oh, I pushed. I always do this. I pushed the wrong button. Uh, let's take a trip. Let's get in the uh, Auburn Tardis and take a roam around the SEC. Let's take a trip around the SEC. And I, I had a note here just that Nick Saban has been whining again. This is what he does whenever he feels like he's losing the big competitive advantage that he creates for Alabama. He starts whining and crying about changing the rules so that it'll be more in his favor again. This is what he always does. Now, Man, that'd be really ironic if they had no excuses painted on the wall there. <laughs> yeah, good thing they didn't. Oh, wait a minute. John, John, this is breaking news. They have no excuses painted on their wall. They um, do not. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, this time, he wants the referees to slow down offenses after they make a first down. Does that sound familiar? And this time, it's not Gus. Now it's Tennessee that has him all wrought up about offense gets to go too fast. Not fair. I should have time to sit my entire defense out there and look exactly at what the offense is going to do. And then, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm, I'm saving. It's not fair. I should be able to put my whole <laughs> – waving my arms frantically. Um, he wants to be able to do his whole defense without the offense being able to uh, – Go, you know, they have to stop and wait while he figures out exactly what he's going to do with the defense. So I, that just annoys me. He's just always whining about something like that. And he also was whining because the SEC is preparing to release the new football schedule with the three permanent opponents, and he leaked who Alabama's three permanent opponents were because he didn't like it and felt they were too tough, even though it was pretty obvious who they were going to be all along. And it's three teams they play every year now. He wanted this realignment with the adding of Oklahoma and Texas to make Alabama's schedule easier. That was my takeaway. He wanted this realignment thing that's going to make everybody's schedules harder. He wanted it not just to stay the same or get worse. He literally wanted it to make their schedule easier. And he's mad that they're keeping the same schedule they've already got. Are you kidding me? And meanwhile, we used to play freaking Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, and Florida State every year. So he, the game he's mad about is LSU. He wanted to ditch LSU and get Vanderbilt or something like that. And he's not going to get to because the TV networks told the SEC, mm, if we're doing this, we want LSU, Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, why would he? I mean, <laughs> why, why does he get to get rid of LSU? We don't get rid of Georgia. That just, I just doesn't make any sense to me. Again, if they were keeping LSU, Auburn, and Tennessee and giving him Georgia every year, too, then I'd be like, well, yeah, I could see where he might want to change that because that's a team that he doesn't currently play and it would be hard and they're adding it. They're not adding anything. They're keeping what he's already got. That's like if they said, oh, Auburn, your opponents are going to be Mississippi State, Georgia, and Alabama. We'd be like, oh, no, it's three teams we already play every year. Oh, no. Well, I mean... Get over yourself, Nick. My gosh. So, I think we've addressed that pretty thoroughly. <laughs> the other part is that when you when you look at the math of the of the thing, Georgia and Alabama can't take into account the fact that they don't play themselves. Like we play yeah. both of them, yeah. Tennessee plays both of them. They mm-hmm. don't play themselves, and they don't play each other. So that's a big difference to the teams that play them. Yeah, that's right. They it yeah. So and, and 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 the thing I keep pointing out about the schedule is they're making such a big deal out of the permanent three when the ones that are not permanent three, you're still gonna play every other year. Right. And if you know, if you know if you don't play Florida this year, you'll play Texas A and M. If you don't play Texas A and M, you'll play Florida. Or, you know, if you don't play Georgia, you'll play LSU or or Oklahoma, yeah. I mean, you're going to get them all. 
so it's not having them permanent. It's not like now, right? Now, if you don't have somebody permanent, there's a spot to play Kentucky, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, you know. Um, but that's not going to be the case anymore. I think that people still haven't wrapped their brains around how completely different the schedule is going to be. Yes. And I do want to respond to Ben's comment about us drinking milk. Yes, we're we're in the recovery phase of Reaper Madness <laughs> at this point. Yeah. You know, you have the disaster and then you have uh, recovery and, and we're in recovery right now. This so is the part of the this is the part of Chernobyl when the helicopters are dropping the concrete material down onto the reactor. Um, I will say this though. Yeah, I I drank my beer with the Reaper Madness the whole way through. And the only reason I started drinking the milk was because I ran out of the beer. And so um, it had calmed down by the time I started drinking the milk. I'm not, are you still burning? I'm not burning anymore. I'm good. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. Yeah. See, so it's a very intense heat up front, but it kind of trails off relatively quickly. And it would have been completely gone, but I accidentally ate a chip that had some all over it a second ago. And I was kind of like, well, thank goodness I got the milk here. <laughs> But uh, eating some chips helps. So, yeah, this was a good experiment. All right, so let's wrap up Reaper Madness and March Madness. What are your thoughts on how the Reaper Madness went, John? It was fun. Um, we enjoy eating food and predicting things. And uh, <laughs> we do. appreciated the, the Reaper Madness uh, giving us and imbibing us with its, its wisdom and imbuing us with its wisdom to make uh, picks. And we'll see if, uh, if all those picks flame out. And we do really poorly with those picks released in the show tonight. Then, then I blame the peppers. Um, it is. We're kind of like Tyrion on Game of Thrones. We eat food on YouTube and pick pick the winners of sporting events, and that's what we do, right? And so, uh, it wasn't barbecue this time. It was some nacho type chips and cheese type foods with a nice hot sauce on it. I really like it. I don't know that I could do it every single time, but I'll say this. When I'm when I'm putting on the Tabasco, I'm putting on the Zatarains, I'm putting on the Peets, I'm putting on the Texas Peets, I'm putting on um, the all those different hot sauces I got upstairs. And none of them are just if they're none of them are doing it for me, I'm gonna reach for this stuff. And I'm gonna know it's gonna get the job done. It's going to get the job done. Um, I did not have to go to the hospital tonight. I call that a win. I did not have to call uh, an ambulance for Emergency you. Emergency services, stand down over there. You can stand down right there outside in the driveway. <laughs> You're good to go, guys. Thank you. You're released. Yep. Thank you for your service. We appreciate it. Off you go. All right. All right. So I guess that's going to do it. Your final thoughts? I love when Auburn's in the NCAA tournament. Um Thursday is going to be stressful, but I'm looking oh, yeah. forward to it. My final thought is I like that one of our listener questions was about trying to you know, be better about enjoying the wins, not getting down the losses and everything, and appreciating it. I was thinking about that a little bit earlier, and all I'll say is it's just like you know, I'm on spring break this week. The game is Thursday. One of my goals this week is, is to not be super anticipating that game. I don't want my vacation to be spent with me going, 
Is it here yet? Is it here yet? Is it here yet? Because number one, that gets your cool days off by too fast. Life is too short to spend too many of your days waiting on another one. Enjoy the day you're in. That day's going to come, right? Thursday with the basketball team is going to come. Enjoy today. Enjoy tomorrow. Enjoy Wednesday. Okay. And the other thing is, when the when it comes time for the game, now you go, oh, it's the Auburn game. I shall watch this game. And if we lose, say, huh, okay, well, too bad we lost. And don't let it make you miserable. Because something that's glorious and fun and wonderful should not make you sick and miserable. And I just refuse to let it, right? I just When we lost in the SEC tournament the other day, I'm like, huh, okay, well, that sucked. And then just close the door and move on. And I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm just saying it's something that we all, I think, need to practice because, you know, we don't win at everything all the time. And you don't want your life to be dictated by a bunch of kids out there running around playing sports, making you happy or miserable. Happy's good, that, but that miserable. That's a podcast about kids running around playing sports. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair. Yeah, and Ben summed it up. Really well. What I really am saying is to quote the great coach. And we got to get better at celebrating. All right. I think our time is up. We thank you for yours. Thank you for joining us for the video show tonight as well as the podcast. We did live through it. Our time is up. War Eagle, John. War Eagle, man. Thanks for listening to the AU Wishbone. Find links to everything we do at www.auwishbone.com. For more Auburn fun, join us on Twitter at auwishbone and at facebook.com slash auwishbone. War Eagle. The AU Wishbone is produced by Van Allen Plexico and John Ringer. Copyright 2020. This has been a White Rocket Entertainment production. Thank you for listening to the AU Wishbone Podcast.